It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanson, and Andrew Mulder-Mulder. Yes, welcome to the show. Uh, I am Paulie G. This is the Roundtable Supercoach Professionals podcast. You can find us there at www.supercoachpros.com or on Twitter at supercoachpros. That's supercoachpros. Uh, Ryan MS with us as always. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? Yeah, good, good. It's a very small roundtable this week. We've got issues with the weather, playing havoc on a couple of our members. Um, Pete's down with the, with the flu. He can't talk, so he's he's out of action, and so we're gonna we're sitting across from each other. I feel like it's one of those nights of the round table, you know, those old school ones. I'm thinking more more uh, Roy and HG at the card table. (laughs) It's more of a card table, or the um, those long ones, you know, they're finding those old mansions where one person sits at one end of the table and the other person's right at the other end, and there's a big big hole between them. Look, there's plenty to get through, so we won't, um, you know, there's, we won't be short of uh, discussion points. We've got tweets you've, you know, we've, we've had sent in that are, that are going to take up a bit of time in, in sort of going through, so we'll get to that a bit later. Uh, we've got Origin, that will be basically a continuing theme on the Supercoach uh, Roundtable podcast from, from this point forward until we're pretty much done, let's face it. Um, and we've got some players that we like this week, as well as the ones that are, you know, some injury issues again that we're going to have to go through. So, Ryan, I'll start with the these Origin players. We'll start with the ones on the fringe and the ones we're looking to pick up. Obviously last week we talked about which teams have got the buys when and which teams are best to pick up if they're origin players or non-origin, but we didn't get into specifics so much. Let's start with a team from um, well, let's start with a couple of players from the team that South Sydney that don't have buys on the on origin weeks and they're both uh, English players the the brothers George and uh, Tom Burgess um, starting to come into to some form. Both of them were close to scoring tries and still had put up good numbers against the Sharks in a losing outfit. Um, could, now could be the time just before they get a bump in, in their price. It could be time to pick up one or, or both. I think it's definitely time to pick up one or both um, depending on your situation. But they're, they're not going to play Origin. They're not going to go missing um, on any of the rounds that, um, that Souths are down for. Like, uh, you just don't really see a downside for them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, look, Tom Burgess is actually playing some really good footy at the moment. Uh, George Burgess had a try disallowed, but Tom almost crashed over himself, and he was the one that did the big run leading into that on the Monday night game against the Sharks. Sharks are pretty tough to score points against, particularly for forwards, so that was a good effort. Um, and so they've definitely both got op- op- there's both options there for either player and looking at that price range. And, and there'll be other players, and we'll get into it a little bit more um, during the show, but there's injuries that are happening. There's, there's players now going to be gone for origin. Um, we, we look a, we look around the league, around the Supercoach world. You know, we talked about Greg Inglis last week. I think he's a sell at some point soon. Maybe not immediately because he's got some okay matchups, but certainly before round fourteen. 
um, when the Souths will have their before the Souths have their first buy, at least. Um, Robbie Farah is going to be a sell because he's going to be missing an origin and have a couple, couple of buys. So there's going to be some players there. Paul Gallen, um, you know, under an injury cloud at the moment, could be a sell. Um, so definitely George Burgess or Tom Burgess could be an interesting buy there. Um, a guy, it's probably the, the the cheapier, I mean, he's been going up, Ryan, but but he stands to go up even more, is Kane Elgy from Gold Coast. And when you're looking at halves at the moment, guys like Mitchell Pearce, he may get selected for origin. He's sort of taking a step back as well. You know, Jonathan Thurston, um, there's the issue with origin for him. Maybe there's room for uh, a half in Kane Elgy. Uh, I agree 100%. Kane Elgy is, I think, a player that you can pick and that he's going to be pretty consistent from here on out. Um, he's starting to be the more more of the controlling um, half, as we were saying on the Sunday show. Uh, that yeah, and he's really making um making the job easy for for Aiden Caesar. Mm. Um, and I think at his price, that he is more than uh, more than worth uh, chucking in as your um, reserve half for the moment. Um, so when the Origin Times comes around, you've got a ready-made uh, guy who's going to definitely be playing. The, Titan, and, um, the Titans have buys in 11 and 17, so he, he he only helps you really in round two, but it's the in, in the second Origin game. But it's the money he stands to make because we saw this only a couple of years ago with Albert Kelly up there that, that a halfback comes in at a good price, and they just they're cash cow. They just keep making your money. Yeah, exactly right, and that's exactly what he's going to do. He's got it written all over his face, uh, really. Um, it's a... Yeah, I, I think it's a no-brainer. If you need a halfback, he's your guy. Yeah, yeah, for No sure. question. Um, looking around those round, round 11 games... Uh, in particular, because what, what, we want, what we're really looking at is only eight games... Oh, eight, eight teams, I should say, um, four games on in round 11. And so you're looking at players, you know, I've already mentioned the Rabbitohs players. Um, Parramatta have, have a few, but the inconsistencies there makes it tough. Um, the Broncos and the Raiders are playing the buys, but not round 11. What about Ben Hunt? We predicted the bad week last week. Yes, it's not going to help you, but is that someone you could look at in your arms as another option because he's probably not going to play Origin, or do you think they look to go to him in Origin? Well, look, I think he's an outside chance of grabbing a bench spot, to be perfectly honest. Um, and I don't think it's... Yeah, I just can't... With, uh, you know, don't get that confidence... Um, it's it's hard to do because if he gets picked, then yeah, then you're absolutely staffed. Mm. But if he doesn't get picked and he's sitting there, then you could be passing up a good opportunity for a guy who's probably going to be quite dominant during that period. Um, especially not not so much as dominating the opposition, but being the dominant um, ball player in their team. So therefore, that'll equal up to points, sort of thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It is, is he going to get um, selected on that bench in round 11 or can you pick him up now or maybe even one more week because, he, you know, he will... That 
low score last week is going to affect him price-wise for a couple of weeks. Yes, he had the really big one a week earlier, so maybe you've got to wait one more week to get him at that low price, but he could be very handy for you around Origin and make you a bit of cash, which would be a nice bonus. Um, speaking of guys that lulled a little bit with Newcastle being out of out of form or reversal of their good start to the year, I guess you'd say, is their centres, Joe Leluya and also Dane Gagai. Now, both played pretty well against Paramount. I know they lost again Newcastle, but they looked a better team. They're throwing the ball around. A lot to play for this weekend. Poor old Newcastle Hunter region has just been smashed again. It just seems like that area just cops so much, um, you know, tragedy and, and, you know, from natural disasters and, and things like that. And maybe it leads to, to a positive play for Newcastle this week. If they're throwing the ball around, if they're putting up points... Um, Gay Guy and Lear, I think they could be good plays. They um, Newcastle play in round 11, that all-important round 11. Um, but once again, this time with Dane Gagai, he's a Queenslander, Ryan. Does he find a spot in that lineup? I mean, Justin Hodges, he's likely out this week with injury. Maybe he doesn't get on the park. There's other guys at Queensland are sort of not sure about. Billy Slater's supposed to be coming back this week, but that's up in the air. Gay guy's playing brilliantly. You know, can you take him with confidence now in your Supercoach team saying, yes, I will have him for round 11, or or do you have to wait? Well, I think you have to wait because, um, as you said, they do have a fair few injuries in that that kind of area, and the only other uh, guy who does spring to mind as a... Uh, as a possibility for taking that spot is um is Will Chambers mm. from the Storm, who's playing very very well as well. Oh yeah, he is absolutely dominating. Um, I mean, and I guess um Dane Nielsen from the Dragons is the other guy um who would be a fringe. Well, he's out. He's out with that off the field issue. So ah oh, yes. So he's well, uh, he's yeah yeah he's he, come back, hasn't it? Yeah. So Chambers and Gagai, they could really be. That will probably be one of them. Yep, definitely one of those. It's going to be a very tough call, and you may have to be lucky, or you might just have to take a bit more of a hit in paying uh, for whoever you might, whoever you, it might be, to get. But you're going to have to wait um, unless something comes out in the press beforehand about who is going to be picked. And generally, that does happen when there's a debutant. So you might get a bit lucky. You just have to keep your uh, Eyes and ears peeled. Well, Joseph Lalia started the season on fire, super coach wise. Had three poor rounds in rounds four, five, and six. Came back with 47 last week. He's lost a hundred thousand in his cost. If Gagai is a bit of a worry, even though he's been the better performer, I, I would almost suggest at that cheaper option and with the upside, Joseph Lalia coming in because the matchup suit um, for for both the Newcastle centres. Um, so maybe he could be an, be an option moving forward um, with some, you know, playing in round 11 and, and get in now because that price will rise. Yep, no, I agree 100%. Um, he did start off quite well. He's gone off the boil a little bit. But um, definitely with, um, as we have been talking about, Origin just around the corner, it doesn't doesn't seem that doesn't seem that close, but it's pretty. It, it creeps up on you, and you have to be prepared for it. And I, I think um, Joseph Lailua is um, a definite a definite option where you can, with confidence, grab him and play him 
and you know that you you will get some points out of him. Well, well let's go around the you know speaking around the round table. Well, let's go around the the Supercoach round table in 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 regards to you know the, the, the World Wide Web and and those other pundits out there. You've got um, guys like Tom Sangster talking about which guys to keep and sell. And last week we said. You know, Greg Inglis and Robbie Farrer must sell. He's agreed in there. But he's saying uh, three to keep is Corey Parker, Jonathan Thurston and Paul Gallen. Now, Gallen, we'll, take, we'll talk about Gallen separately because there's now that injury concern that, that's cropped up, cropped up. But Corey Parker and Jonathan Thurston, um, do you, do you sit, with, sit with those guys and say, look, they're that good. I may as well just, just let them sit on my bench those weeks. I mean... The Broncos are in a good spot because they have buys in round 14 and 17. The Cowboys not as good. They've only got one buy on an Origin game. But you know, is it is it worth it? Well, it's it's a hard one because Corey Parker's only going to miss three rounds. Like um, yeah. this is barring not being rested or anything like that. Mm. Um, where Thursday will miss four. Now, look, I don't I don't think that's a huge issue if you have both of them but it's this backup that we were talking about just before you've got to have the guys in there that are going to be able to score points for you because yeah. it's, it's all well and good having these guys sitting there going okay well they'll, they'll be playing next week so you know I'll get my I'll get my points back through there but that doesn't matter because you've just missed an entire round waiting for these guys to play the next week so if you have decent backups, as we've been talking about, you've got to get those guys who are not going to be playing Origin during that period and not going to have too many buyers during that period. That's what we discussed last week. That's what we're discussing now. Parker is interesting because on, uh, I think Pete mentioned it last week, looking at those games following Origin, especially with forwards, um, Anthony Griffin was a big one for resting Brisbane players the week he after. Was. Now, whether Bennett will follow the same sort of trajectory, we're not sure. But the but Brisbane, um, after the first and third Origin games, round 12 and 18, they play on a Saturday, whereas after the second, they play on a Sunday. It probably doesn't help the Brisbane players, particularly the forwards, much. In Corey Parker, he's an older guy anyway. Um, we say he's going to miss three, but he could miss he could miss six because he could be rested every one of those or at least two of those or... You know, he plays but less minutes and therefore less production. So while, yes, you want to keep some players, you have to be mindful that it's not just the fact that they're available to play that means that they will, and the in- inevitable injuries from origin. I think a guy like Jonathan Thurston, he's more likely to back up. So even though he's going to miss that fourth game, I just think that, um, you know, the fact is is that he's more likely to play the other two um, after Origin, whereas Corey Parker could miss any of those. And then also you look at the current positions. There are good options in the the forwards where Corey Parker plays for you. Whereas in the halves right now, there is a bit of a dip. We don't know. You know, we've lost Adam Reynolds long term. We don't know if Mitchell Pearce is going to get the role. Um, in the halves, or even James Maloney, you know, yet for New South Wales. We don't know if Ben Hunt's going to be picked on the bench for Brisbane. Sean Johnson's been coming good, but that's still only one spot. Maybe you've got Johnson and Thurston. 
maybe it's worth just keeping Thurston. And as you say, if you've got a guy like Kane LG um, on your your bench that can can fill in, or even a Luke Keary. Look, he hasn't been that that great. Although last week he he put up a good score. But the fact is, Souths they're going to play all those three Origin games. So just having him on your bench is probably worthwhile. And um, and and then maybe keep Thurston. But Parker's very interesting. Paul Gallen, um, we're going to talk about him in a moment because I've got a couple of tweets to read out here. Um, and this is what you can do with this show. I should mention this. Um, of course, we do the Roundtable podcast each and every week. Um, and it's on a Thursday that we record and we get we take your tweets, your questions. And you can follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros if you don't already do. Um, and, and tweet us in anything that you've got. We can answer for it for you. We can answer it for you either on the show or even if you've got a match-up question. We tweet out before each and every game be when the top final team lineups are announced to give you that up-to-the-minute information you need. And so it's worth following us on Twitter. Stephen Rostivsky's written in and he has said oh, he's got a massive team crisis with the news on Paul Gallen and James Seguiaro now. James Seguiaro and the elbow problem. Penrith are denying that it's an issue, Ryan. You have actually um, logged on there to the Penrith Panthers website and got that information about James Seguiaro. Yeah. Um, look, apparently Seguiaro's had an elbow injury for a little while that they've just been managing him through. Um, he, along with two players who weren't named in the team, Elijah Taylor and Lewis Brown, will have latent fitness tests before their game. Um, so all three of them could end up playing or all three of them could end up not playing. Uh, but Seguiaro is definitely, will definitely be a last minute exclusion if he's not playing. So it, once again, it's going to be, it's going to pay to uh, follow us on Twitter um, as mm. get that information that will be tweeted out straight away. Um, so it will be a very interesting uh a lot of interest in that one because Segaro is quite a popular player and uh, a lot of people will be uh, kind of sweating on his fitness, I think, not to mention the Panthers fans. Well, Paul Gallen missed last week, of course. He's got a hip injury and he's been named this week, but he's likely to be out. So Stephen Rostivsky asking Paul Gallen, James Segaro, Adam Reynolds, who's already out long-term, I think we talked about a couple of weeks back on the show. And the other one he's mentioned is Ryan James. Now, Ryan James has been named. There's no issues injury-wise that we can tell with him. So I think we can safely say, you know, keep him in the lineup. I think you take the good with the bad. James has got some good upside, Ryan. But of those other three, do you, do you just get rid of one this week or do you try to make a dual trade? And if so, which two? No, I, I would I would go with the one just for this week. Um, save up your others. The guy who I would get rid of um, is Adam Reynolds. Yeah. He seems to be the longest term uh, injury in that lot. And if you picked him up early, then um, you possibly get a little bit more uh, a little bit more cash in your pocket uh, after that trade. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably the safest and probably the, um, uh, I guess, the more conservative uh, way to go for, for, that, for that issue. Yeah, I tend to to agree with you. Um, Kane Elgy's a guy I like. Um, if Seguiaro, look, you found out he's definitely going to be out for the month, and obviously Penrith have buys in round 11 and uh, 14, so it's not great for you there. Um, 
maybe Jake Granville is another interesting one, you know, if you're trying to make a bit of cash. Um, and then saying, well, I've got to waste the trades anyway, or not waste, but sort of kind of blow them. Um, I think that he's talked about Lachlan Coote. Now, Coote has been going up, but he's probably going to cap very soon. So probably probably Lachlan Coote might have missed the boat on that one, although it's hard to say. I mean, you might get one more good cash bump out of him, one or two. Um, Cowboys as well, with for non-origin players, not a great... Um, not great. I'm not horrible, but not great. By periods, I've got one game where you, you or two times you'd get them out of three. It's not bad. Um, I think he's also mentioned um, Jesse Bromwich, but the Storm got two buys over Origin, so the fact that he's a Kiwi in Origin period doesn't help him too much. Although at least as we talked about before with Corey Parker missing games after Origin, Bromwich doesn't have to worry about that. So it's not it's not bad options if you have to go down that path. But I think maybe you're still waiting uh, another week or two. Let's have a look at the other tweet that we've got about um, Origin, and that's from Ali Sharour at Ali underscore Sharour ninety four. Uh, who are the musts over the next month? What players, especially outside back, should I have and who should be sold? So I guess it's harder without you know having your team line in front of you, Ali, in regards to the one sold. But what we have done, we've gone through our predictor um, for the next three weeks and we've managed to, to see which players um, have the biggest upside leading into the two origin, which we've talked about quite extensively both last week and this week. Uh, believe it or not, it's Daly Cherry Evans' has the highest upside going um, over the next three weeks with some good matchups from Jonathan Thurston. So we mentioned Thurston before about, oh, maybe he's worth holding. Well, you'll get good value out of him over the next three weeks. Now, after that... Um, we're, we're looking at some players like Paul Gallon is obviously under an injury cloud doesn't help you. What Will Chambers does, um, another centre and winger that could do quite well, although um, the Storm won't play in round 11. So he's not going to help you that week. You know, Maybe that's the week that you, you were hoping to bring him in um, or hoping that whoever you bring in is definitely going to get a game. Uh, straight after Will Chambers is James Roberts. Uh, Titans, uh, they also won't be playing in round 11. So while it helps you for the next three weeks, it doesn't help you there. Um, Corey Parker, we mentioned, um, not a lot of upside until round 10. So if you've got him, keep him. Um, ben Hunt, pretty consistent. He's got a bit of upside in round nine. Um, Marika Korobiti could be a good one. Again, for the Storm, not playing round 11. Uh, George Jennings has been named this week. I think that's a that's a big call. Um, we meant, talked about him last week, not getting the Guernsey, but a Josh Mansour injury. Believe it or not, Ryan. I mean, we talked. We said, look, the only chance he's got if it's an injury, and, and we've put the poor old mocker on Josh Mansour. It seems. Yeah, that was bad. Like I saw that um, earlier in the week, and just went, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. Uh, we'll take the uh, the fall for that one. Uh, we already mentioned Dane Gagai. He's in the top twenty five for the best scorers of all positions. So if you're looking at centres and wingers, he, he, he could be quite handy, as is Manu Vatavile to the Warriors again, another team with that bye um, in round 11. So if you're looking elsewhere there. Um, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, yet another one with um, another centre winger, but with the bye. Um, and going down a little bit further, Aki Uate, there's some decent matchups for him um, in that position. 
um, as well. So they're the ones you're probably looking at um, and making those decisions, Ali, based upon if you need them for round 11 or not, probably make, makes up your mind. Um, but at least over the next few weeks, they could be those big scorers. And, and obviously, in regards to the, the ranking system and the predictor system, uh, the further away we get from um, today is the, is the less likely that's going to play out. We need that extra information. So as you listen to the show each and every week at www.supercoachpros.com and get online and look at upgrades, downgrades, the match previews, the ones to watch, that, that's where you'll get that crucial information, see what's changing in regards to, to, the, to what you're predicting. But definitely that can get you started this week and then moving on um, from there. Well, Ryan, we'll just quickly look at any other um, issues in regards to this week. There were quite a few injuries. I know we've discussed some of them uh, already. For the Bulldogs, Josh Morris has been uh, ruled out, so I think that's one another one when you talk about players to sell. If you did have him in your lineup, you probably made a bit of cash. He's not probably going to be around Origin time. The Bulldogs um, have a buy outside of Origin as well, maybe. You know that that's the sort of information you need. So he's not playing this week. To go all right, time to go go away from him now. Um, and also uh, the night, uh, the storm, I should say, Cooper Cronks uh, could be down with the flu. But they're saying that Billy Slater could return. Yeah, um, well, Billy Slater's a possibility. Is was the word. Um, they they think he's made a, he's making a remarkable recovery from his shoulder issue. Um, the other weird thing playing into that is if Cronk doesn't play, that Ben Hampton also has a slight um, hamstring issue, who would be Cronk's replacement, which would be uh, quite an interesting thing if both of those guys are out as well. So it's going to pay to yeah pay attention this round. Uh, this weekend um, because there seems to be a lot of up in the airs for a lot of teams. Five games on Saturday. We'll be (laughs) tweeting and tweeting on that Saturday because there's going to be some critical information. That's one of the later ones too, the Storm Seagulls one. Brett Stewart's going to most likely play for Manly, which means Peter Hiku uh, moves to the centres. That affects um, his opportunity at going a bit larger there. Kieran Foran is unlikely to play, so not quite sure um, what would ha- what, what the movements will be there with their lineup. Jaden Hodges could be an interesting one there, to, at least to watch. He's a cheapie. Um, but again, some of these later games, um, the Raiders are saying Sean Fenson will definitely start. That game's up in Cairns on the Monday against the Rabbitohs. John Sutton May end up playing at the moment. Cameron McGuinness has been named at, at number six. That game's six. on the Sunday. Oh, sorry, on the Sunday. No Monday game, of course. Sunday at four, but that is the last game. So it makes it hard um, in those late games to decide, you know, if you're going to take a risk there. But uh, I think Sissel Walker is the big one because he's got a, um, a knee injury that he's been playing with, but it's a bad matchup and it's the last game of the round. So that's a tough one to sort of put in and obviously um, the Panthers-Sharks game being a Sunday game we've already covered those players Ryan but the fact that it's a late Sunday one you've got to have other options if you're going to risk sort of saying I'll leave Gallon and Seguiar in my lineup because that oh, yeah be you certainly do it's fraught with danger really um, you've definitely got to have that one guy back up whether that's someone in the Rabbitohs or the Raiders side um, there or mm. Even yep. if you just go, well, look, all my eggs are in the Saturday basket. <laughs> yep. You've got yeah, to make just... that choice. If you don't have Rabbitohs Raiders players 
at least one of Gallon or Seguiara you're going to have to leave um, probably out of your 17 or certainly out of your starting 13 and um, because it doesn't look good for either of them uh, this week. A lot of information. Semiraj Raja, they were saying, could be a late inclusion. That would be the last guy you'd look at. He's not likely to play, but when he does play, he'll get a bump, um, a big bump on his cost. So if you're looking for a bit of cash, that's another option there. You could bring him in this week if you had some room to move. Um, but, look, that's a tough decision considering how much you've got to do. But Ryan, the Eels, they've got handy buys. I mean, Red Raja could be a good a good pickup. I think he is definitely a good pickup. Look, and we've mentioned um, the other... Um, a few halfbacks before look, and I know Sando isn't a massively popular choice, but he is a pretty high scorer at this stage of the season. It's um, a great matchup too against Brisbane. It is a good matchup Gareth against Brisbane. Um, look, he's also a uh, dual position player. Yeah. Um, in Supercoach, so you could chuck him as a reserve fullback. Yep. And have three halves playing if you really wanted to. I wonder about Corey Norman this week against his old club too. Well, that's one of those things that stats don't really cover. Mm. Um, when you have the guy who's motivated by um, wanting to give it back to his old teammates or his old team, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, just to prove a point or uh, so he can have bragging rights next time they um, have a drink together or something like that. It's, uh, I, th- I think Corey Norman is a, is a definite option if you're thinking about him this week. It's a definite option. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, looking at those buys, Parramatta, of course, um, not not having any buys on the Origin Weeks where most teams are having buys. So very handy if you can find some Parramatta players that are worth playing. There's not many of them, to be fair. But if you can, now could be the time to get them in under a good matchup and keep them in at least um, for some of the Origin period. That is all we have time for on the Supercoach Roundtable podcast. Thank you so much, Ryan, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. We'll have all the games covered on the on the, re, uh, the review show. Yes, we will. <laughs> and we're actually taking a week off um, with the representative round going on next week. There's no Supercoach, so if you can't get your Supercoach fix from us, well... Why not just take the week off to enjoy a bit of time with friends, with family, um, and get we'll get kicking back into it two weeks from now, of course, on the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to download it on the iTunes. Um, simply type in Supercoach, NRL Supercoach, or Supercoach Pros to find us there. Subscribe. You can go on Twitter at Supercoach Pros to follow us on Twitter, and of course, always look to the website for that up. Um, up to well, each weekly information that we get, the ones to watch, the match previews, the recaps, and, of course, the upgrades, downgrades. And don't forget Pete's profits. He's not well, but he's still hammering away at the computer. I got a text from him not long ago to do that Pete's profits for you and hopefully uh, find you some winners on the weekend. That's all at www.supercoachpros.com. And we'll talk to you on the review show on Sunday. Bye now. <laughs>